God, what an opener. <laughs> Good morning. How are you going? No, I'm not Spoon Man. No. I'm more or less Balloon Man. I was looking at myself in the mirror this morning and thinking, don't turn sideways. Good God. Uh, anyway, enough of that, enough of that. Uh, yeah, morning to you. Uh, uh, Mail's in for uh, the Spoon Man. Uh, I'm just looking at this beautiful day we've got. Uh, having a look up toward Mount Wellington, just it is. If you happen to be a tourist here, this is what we've got. Absolutely magnificent. She looks fantastic, uh, Kenyani. And also a little bit of puff of cloud in there. Looks good. So what are we going to do here today? Well, I'll tell you this. I have a telephone and I'm willing to use it. One triple three five three is the number. Uh, so you can give me a call anytime. Uh, the text line's open to 0488881073 if you want to do it that way. Really, I don't bite though. Um, and I can't read very well, so you're better off phoning me, uh, to be honest. Because I've, I've got to read this little screen over here. The texts come through, and that's fine. But I've got to get uh, uh, Bryce out here to try and sort of, you know, make the screen a bit bigger for me. So you're better off phoning. one triple three five three if you want to have a bit of a chat about anything. And we'll get into the uh, newspaper in a moment, find out exactly what's going on around the place, including that spray that Jackie Lambie has uh, come out with. I'll talk about that in detail soon. It's Jimmy Barnes at Triple M. And this is Triple M with uh, Miles in this morning for The Spoon Man. That is the mighty, mighty Boston's the impression that I get. What have we got uh, temperature-wise? 15 in the city at the moment. It's going to be a magnificent day. Uh, 23 is the expected top for Hobart for today. It's hard to imagine that when you consider that uh, around about a week ago, uh, we are in the winter wallies, there was snow down. Uh, to the top of the hills. Here we are, 23 degrees a week later. Uh, tomorrow we get 22, a couple of showers. Thursday, 18. Uh, Friday, 14 degrees cloudy. Saturday, about 16 degrees. I wonder, with this sort of weather though, I, want, I ask the question, would you, if you had the opportunity, <laughs> be riding to work on an e-scooter? Uh, now, be honest with me, or would you just, I'm not going to get on a bloody e-scooter, I'll take the car, thanks very much. Uh, but... The bottom line is, um, if you want to get around on an e-scooter, be prepared. You're going to see them everywhere soon, including footpaths. I tell you what, I've got a producer here uh, who should be listening to me right. I've never had a producer ever in my life, ever. Uh, and he's sitting out there now. Uh, it's, uh, it's, what's your name again? <laughs> Reese. Hello, mate. How are you going? Could you just come in for a minute? Just come in for a second. He doesn't know I'm going to do this, but I just... How are you, mate? Just pull up a microphone, please, um, because I want to ask you a question. And these sort of things can happen with me from time to time. I just, all of a sudden, I've got nothing to do, so call you in. How are you going? You're not too bad, Miles. What can I do for you this Have morning? you been introduced to the uh, Triple M listening audience yet? Uh, once or twice, but mainly as Parker by uh, Spoonie's graphics okay. from the Thunderbirds. Before I get into the question I was going to ask you, tell us a, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, not too much about me. You're a bit of a sport man, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's my background. So I was originally a sports journal, sports reporter, and I uh, grew up in Brisbane, went to Perth, and then came here. So Collingwood supporter, are you? No, Essendon. Well, get out. Okay. <laughs> no, so who do you support now? Essendon. Essendon? Yeah. I mean, Essendon so, okay, yeah. You, you come from uh, Western Australia, so I would have thought you would have been a, um, you know... Uh, Eagles fan or something, or even Fremantle. No, so so I grew up in Brisbane, Miles. Oh, you grew uh, up yeah, in Brisbane, but you in, went. Oh, I worked in Perth for nearly a year. So right. okay. no, didn't get converted to West Coast or mm. Fremantle, luckily. But cool. uh, no, it's a good experience. Um, no, but yeah, that's a bit about me, but mainly a sports background and being at Triple M since July. Yeah, yeah, and we're happy to have you here. First time I've ever had a producer. Well, that's good. Hopefully, Ever. hopefully it's not the last one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got to get through this one first. Listen, uh, there was a question I was going to ask you about. Uh, I was talking about e-scooters. Would you ever get on an e-scooter or would you just – okay, you, you've got the option. You get up of the morning and you think, okay, I've got to go to work. Am I going to get on an e-scooter or am I going to take my car? What would you do? I would take my car, okay. mainly for convenience. I don't live that far away. I only live in Sandy Bay. Mm. But we're lucky we do have car parks here at Triple M because yeah. we work the early shift. Mm -hmm. Now, if you didn't have a car park and you're paying, what is car park rates oh. these ways in the city? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> so would you take a 5 to $10 e-scooter? Well, you can rent these things too, apparently. Yeah, as opposed to paying $20, $30 a day for car parking in the city. We know mm. Hobart City Council make parking difficult. Yeah. And I kind of think these e-scooters might be there alternate to having cars. In yeah, the well, that's, that, that's that's what they're saying. But, I mean, look, yeah, look at the, uh, if I can use a, a word here, I think, which is, no, I think this is a real word, topography. <laughs> have a look. 
it's a pretty hilly city. So these things are going to have, have, have to have a bit of grunt to get up and down some of the hills, aren't they? Really? Yeah, yeah definitely. It's not a flat city. It's not Melbourne or Sydney. What worries me about the miles is more with our elderly population here in Hobart. Yep. Are we going to have these e-scooters doing 20, 30 k's an hour on the footpath? Well, yeah. And getting in the way or even possibly bundling over well, our elderly population? According, according to the report in the paper today, the police have the ability to jump on anybody who's not using them correctly, but they can't be everywhere either, can they? Mm. Uh, so, I don't know, jury's out. I think it's an interesting idea, um, but you would suggest that it's, it's not up your street. Not up my street, but with the police, Miles, where would you prefer to have them? Well, on the highway or looking at e-scooters on the footpath? Well, at the moment they're out checking COVID cases, aren't they? <laughs> Wasting their time. Yes, we'll, we'll leave that one yeah, alone. Anyway. There's been no update on that one. Oh, and uh, the other thing we're going to be talking about this morning, too, talking about the police and everything else, is that uh, issue uh, on the Eastern Shore at the bus mall. Now, last night they were talking at uh, the Clarence Council about, um, you know, as Brian would call them, two percenters, who are simply running amok over there. Uh, Brendan Blomley, uh, who's, a, who's an alderman, brought this up for a bit of a discussion. So we're going to find out what happened out of that, if we possibly can, as the morning goes on, because uh, people should feel safe. They should be able to go to a bloody bus mall and feel safe. This is just ridiculous when you can't even walk past this thing because of broken glass being abused uh, by those who think they can get away with it because of their age. This is your area, Miles. Yeah. Uh, on the Eastern Shore, Rosny yeah. Park, Eastern Shore. Absolutely. Would you be happy for your taxpayers or your residents' dollars to go to security? Yeah, absolutely. Them? Absolutely. I wouldn't have a problem at all, but then maybe I'm, I'm speaking out, out of my you-know-what. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you as the morning goes on, mate. Oh, by the way, with me on an e-scooter, it'd be like uh, Jeremiah the Bullfrog. It'd look ridiculous. 6.8. Right about 6.26. By the way, uh, just talking to um, Sir Bryce there about e-scooters, if you want to say something about it. You might even think it's a bloody good idea. Right? 0488881073. That's the text. 0488881073. Phone me if you like. 13353. It's, it's one of the topics going around the place this morning. With Miles in for the Spoon Man. News with Rachel up next. Of a month away. From Christmas Day. I just thought I'd mention that in passing. Uh, the other thing that uh, we're just shy of is uh, the test test match starting uh, in uh, in Melbourne, of course, and then on to Sydney. We here at Triple N love our cricket. So right across this summer, we're going to be broadcasting the Ashes on the Listener app. You've got to get this thing. Listener. L-I-S-T-N-R. Okay, now do that if you get a chance uh, today. L-I-S-T-N-R. If you do that, uh, you, have, you stand the chance of winning a, a trip to Sydney. Take your mates with you. And uh, this is, I believe this is uh, for about uh, yourself and three or four other mates. Yeah, three mates. Uh, first three days of the Vodafone Pink Test at the SCG, starting on January 5. Now, uh, once you register for this, uh, you have a chance to win it. Now, after seven this morning, if you've already registered, we're going to call out a name. Now, if that name is yours, you go into the draw to win the prize. Doesn't get much better than that, so stick around for that. In the meantime, go and have a look at our uh, website. Ah, oh, seriously. Talk about memories. Uh, 6.41, this is Triple M with uh, Miles here this morning in for the Spoon Man. Every time I play that song, it's, I get a memory of a pizza that I tried, oh, I'd say, God, 30-odd years ago uh, at uh, Popper's Pizza. Uh, that's out in, well, it was, out in uh, the uh, far end of Glenorchy. And it was uh, early in the morning, and I said, put as much chilli on that thing as you possibly can. And he said, what else do you want? I said, anything hot. I just really want to give it a red hot go. And I meant that in, 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 in the full sense of the terminology. And he did. Holy moly. Did I know about it next day? And I tell you, I'm not going to go into how I knew about it next day, but I think you, you probably get a, you gather exactly what. Have you ever eaten a hot pizza? You know exactly what will happen about um, seven or eight hours later. Uh, look, uh, this, um, this story in the paper today, an interesting one, because uh, Tim Payne, is uh, definitely in the news, and uh, we're going to find out a little, a little later on too exactly how he went. He was uh, playing at Lindisfarne uh, yesterday, I think it was against South Australia. Uh, so I'll find out how he went with the gloves, but uh, the 47-year-old woman at the centre of uh, Tim Payne's sexting scandal, have a listen to this, is set to plead not guilty 
to accusations of stealing thousands of dollars during a two-day court hearing in January. This is out of the Mercury today. The former Chris Cricket uh, Tasmania receptionist is accused of stealing cash and memberships worth thousands of dollars from the organisation, but uh, she's expected to fight the claim at the Hobart Magistrate Court uh, next year. The woman has on previous occasions pleaded not guilty to 63 counts of stealing and two counts of dishonesty, acquiring a financial advantage. And it's alleged uh, the woman fraudulently obtained a $705 Cricket Tasmania Junior and Platinum membership, a $339 Hobart Hurricanes family membership and stole $1,942 in cash. This is all uh, alleged before it goes to court. So you can read the full story about that in the paper today in the Mercury. Just giving you a bit of a sense of uh, who's involved in this, I think. More than easy. It is uh, around about a quarter to seven. This is Triple M with Miles. I'll catch up with Rachel from the Triple M newsroom in a moment. Find out what the weird stories are around the place. If that's not weird enough. Oh, those young ears, dragon. <laughs> That's the time. It's 6.47, this is a triple M. And it's uh, Miles in here this morning uh, on a beautiful day, 23 degrees, expected top. Uh, and uh, look, actually, I've got to give you a bit of a bit of an opener here. <laughs> Rachel from the triple M newsroom. <laughs> How good is this? It's fantastic. It's Rachel from the triple M newsroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that's the best opener I've ever had in my career. Have you ever had an opener? I mean, seriously. I've had had openers before, but nothing like this. I was saying earlier that I've never had a producer before, and I've got uh, Bryce out there this morning. (laughs) How good is he? Absolutely. I just asked, could you make me a cup of coffee? And he looked at me as if I was from outer space. (laughs) He's not a producer. He's much better at answering phones. (laughs) Absolutely. Rach, good to have you back in here. Look, what's uh, what's making news? What is uh, on the agenda here uh, today? Oh, one thing you might have seen floating around the socials is Jackie Lambie in oh. federal parliament yesterday. Boy, did she come out swinging against One Nation and Pauline Hanson, and I am here for it. Yeah. She has sprayed them over their bill to their, their attempt, really, to ban uh, mandatory vaccines in federal parliament. Obviously, that got voted down, which was good, but boy, did she have a crack. Oh, absolutely. And it was fantastic. Um, Front page story, which I can't. I'm trying to get this. Uh, she <laughs> You're struggling with the paper Jesus. there, aren't you? <laughs> See, very old school. <laughs> he reads the newspaper. Yes, I do. There it is. I don't go online for this <laughs> stuff. She said, and I'll uh, I'll just um, quote: um, "Be a goddamn bloody adult. Put others before themselves and step forward to get the jab." Yeah. Is she t- is she actually talking to those? Anti-vaxxers. Yeah, she's talking anti-vaxxers and people Ooh. against mandatory vaccines, which is, we love to see it. I mean, yeah. we're at almost 84, 85%, sorry, double vaxxed here in Tassie. We want to get to 90%. We want to hit that 90% fully vaccinated target mm. by the time we open on December 15th. So you're not good on her for getting out there and telling people to pull their heads in. Why do you think there's this hesitancy, this, this, this back off from some people not to get it? Oh, look, is it because they're of, being told they of, have to? Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of misinformation floating around as well. A lot of people might not be aware of you know what the vaccine does and what it will do for the greater community as mm. well. So I think there's a lot of hesitancy, some misinformation. But at the end of the day, um, it's it, it is good for the community and it will allow us to get back to you know, pre-COVID normality, mm, which is what mm. we all want to be. So, Absolutely. I mean, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, well, we've put a call through to Jackie just to see whether she's available this morning. It may, may not come off. We'll just see how things go. What else is, uh, is happening in the news? Uh, Tim Payne, back playing cricket, yes, finally. How'd he finally. go? How'd he go? Hey, look, he did really well yesterday. He's playing for the second 11s, um, Tassie's second 11s against South Australia over in, in uh, Linda's Fund. They're in a four-day match. He took six catches yesterday. So, I mean, coming off the back of not playing since having surgery in September, he's done pretty mm. well. Yeah, he's certainly come out swinging, hasn't he? And, of course, up against your old state. I don't even know why you're reporting this. (laughs) Look, I mean, it's good news. It's good good to see him back on the cricket pitch. So, um, yeah, he'll be back in action again today. Yeah, that is fantastic. Now, I did say, have you got any weird stuff and you've been rattling around trying to find something? Is there any weird stories going on around? Look, the the weirdest thing I can find for you today is Scott Morrison's been caught in a lie again, hasn't he? Seriously? Yeah. um, He tried to get away with saying that he texted Anthony Albanese, leader of the opposition, that he knew he was going to Hawaii during the black summer bushfires. Albanese quickly shut that down and ScoMo had to quickly clarify that he just texted that he was going on leave. Scotty, we're we're awake to you, mate. Come on. We know what's going on. (laughs) Rach, thank (laughs) you very much for coming in here this morning. Have (laughs) a good one. Thank you. See you at seven. This is Triple A with Miles. The uh, Triple M virtual Christmas tree is back. 
Uh, haven't had one yet, uh, so I hope you've downloaded your play card because that's really going to help you out. So after eight this morning, we'll have a crack at that, okay? So now you at least know when that's going to happen, just after eight. And, of course, after seven, uh, looking for uh, uh, those who have registered to go to the test match uh, for our cricket competition. Now, I, I tell you what, this is going to be impossible, but I'm, I'm going to attempt it. Uh, I'm on the search for someone from the Rewild family. Uh, Nick took out MasterChef. If you watch that stuff, I don't watch reality TV. But uh, Nick was involved in this and he took it out. So not only is he a bloody good footballer, he's a bit of a dab hand at a curry too. Anyway, uh, any of the rewelts listening? Because I know Nick wouldn't be. He'd be well and truly asleep after that uh, effort. <laughs> Give us a call, one triple three five three. That's Jim Blossoms at Hobart's Triple M. We play the greatest hits. Hey, jealousy. Couple of minutes away from seven. Miles here for Triple M's Ryan Carlton Spoonman. Uh, just going over to the uh, text. Text line is open here on zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three. That's zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three. One of the, a couple of the stories we're talking about this morning making news. E scooters uh, have been given the green light, so you may see them scooting all over the place very soon. And uh, there's even a rental scheme uh, where if you don't want to buy one, you can rent one. So uh, they're going to. Have a crack at this. They're allowed on footpaths. Now, Brian, thanks for the, uh, for the note here, Brian, from Coles Bay. What a spot. Uh, the rent-a-bike scooter system in Sydney and Melbourne was a complete failure. They were used one way and then they were dumped and unsafe on the road. Interesting. Uh, the, and he goes on to talk about um, the other issue we're talking about this morning, which is um, the bus mall at Rosney. Uh, and I, I think I get what you're saying here, mate. The bus centre just need a police presence. Uh, there. I mean, if somebody sees the police there, uh, they generally behave themselves. But I guess the problem there, uh, Brian, is the fact that they can't be there all the time, regardless of the fact that the police station in Rosny is only a couple of hundred metres away. Uh, they've got other things to do, so we simply don't have the resources. That would that w- would be what I'd suspect. But, uh, yeah, I, I get it, mate. Uh, a, a police presence would probably... Uh, hold a bit of the uh, ridiculous behaviour, but um, I don't think it's going to happen somehow. News next. No, actually it's not. It's uh, Miles here this morning uh, for Spoonie. On this uh, beautiful looking day, 23rd day of November, happens to be a Tuesday morning for those wondering, as just mentioned there, around about 23 degrees. God, it's going to be absolutely beautiful in the city. Now, I'm about to play Midnight Oil in a moment. Now, guess what? They're coming to Hobart. They're coming to Tassie. But I'll explain more about that in a tick, but I think this is important. Summer, the rivalry between Australia and England is set to explode. December 26 to 30, the MCG. Tickets on sale now at Ticketek. The Vodafone Ashes. It just means more. Question without notice. Have you downloaded the listener app yet? Oh, come on. Even I've got this in my phone and I'm stupid when it comes to downloading things. Triple M welcomes back the summer of cricket. You and three mates could be at the first three days of the Vodafone pink test at the SCG starting January 5. Man, would this be good. All right, well, if your name happens to be Christy Watson and you live in Claremont, you better phone us. And you've got 30 minutes to do so on one triple three five three. One triple three five three. Christy Watson. 30 minutes. You and three, your mates could be off to Sydney for the Vodafone Pink Test at the SCG along with flights and five nights accommodation. If you know Christy Watson, or you are, 30 minutes from now. Hear every ball of the Vodafone Ashes stream at any time, anywhere on the Listener app. This summer, the rivalry between Australia and England is set to explode. December 26 to 30 at the MCG, then on to Sydney. Tickets on sale now at Ticketek. The Vodafone Ashes, it just means more. The clock is ticking, Christy. Midnight Oil. Details on where they're going coming up in just a moment. They're coming to Tassie for Monofoma. This is Triple M. This is Triple M. (laughs) The home of Midnight Oil. We love playing Midnight Oil here. Uh, And uh, one of the reasons we love playing Midnight Oil is because they're not shy in coming to Hobart, and uh, they are. They're coming back to Tassie. Um, And, in fact, uh, it's the first act announced for Monofoma next year. Uh, They're going to be performing for two nights in Launceston and Hobart as part of this festival. Um, Rob Hurst from the band revealed the Oils fans could expect a bit of old and a bit of new from the latest release and some other tracks uh, in response to the recent COP26 Climate Summit, which are yet to be released. 
Uh, now, uh, members of Midnight Oil themselves have actually, they're, they're not slouches, they've, they've actually been to every, every Mona Foma festival, not as the band, but actually as individuals, because they love it. But uh, they're going to be here in an official capacity, uh, plugged into the amps. Uh, the gig's going to take place at Royal Park in Launceston, January 23 and 25, and at Mona Lawns on January 28 and 31. The ticketing is going to follow very soon. Okay, now how are we going with this uh, over here? Oh, the clock is still ticking. Does anybody know uh, Christy Watson from Claremont? Well, she's put an entry in here to win a trip to go to see the uh, Vodafone Ashes in Sydney uh, by downloading uh, the the listener app. Now, she did that. She's got the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. And she's put herself in... Well, she's trying to put herself into the draw to win a trip to Sydney to the Pink Test with herself and three friends. But somebody ought to give her a bit of a jab. <laughs> You've only got 25 minutes left, uh, Christy. My telephone number one triple three five three one triple three five three. Get uh, onto the onto the phone as soon as you can, because time is going to run out. And if you want to be part of this yourself, what you need to do if you want to win this trip uh, with your mates is download the listener app. Okay, listener L I S T N R. Go to our website, get all the details there, and good luck with this. How many won't answer? I'm here. <laughs> I want to talk about local legends in a moment. Um, there's a legend in the newspaper today. I just want to give him a bit of a pat on the back. There's another one too. I'm trying to get him on the phone. It may not come off, but uh, we'll just see how things go. I always love talking to local legends. This is Triple M with Miles. Here of it for Brian. I've got um, Gary from Bridgewater on the line. G'day, Gaz. How are you, mate? Not. Uh, I wasn't all right till yesterday. What happened yesterday? Uh, we found out we've got to pay for that bloody stupid COVID test when we go to Queensland. So, okay, explain. You're on your way. You've booked your test. Uh, you booked your test. Booked, booked your flight. Um, yeah, and when, when, Yeah, okay. And when you get there, you've got to you've got to have a test. Is that right? I'm assuming you've got to have the test before you get get there. So we're going to have to get a test down here, assumably. Mm. Look, Gaz, I, I, I don't know enough about it, but all I know is that this is the new world we live in and we're going to have to get used to this sort of thing, whether we like it or not. Uh, and it's unfortunate because, I mean, we don't want to be putting our hand in our pocket for every bloody thing we, we do, but it looks like we're going to have to. It, 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 it'll, it'll come down to money, unfortunately. Well, that's it. You stay, stay for a year and a half to go to the Gold Coast and now, you, now we've got to fork out another $870. Is that how much it costs? One forty-five each. God, God. That is a lot and of then, money. And then you've got to get a test to come back into Tasmania. Okay. Well, mate, I don't know enough about it, to be perfectly honest, but uh, you've uh, you've certainly uh, put, a, put a light on something that sounds a little too expensive, uh, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, I'm not saying people are making money out of this, but people are making money out of this. It's as simple as that. <laughs> but when, when you can go to a chemist and buy a, two do- um, a $10 test that does yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It's a bit rich. I wish I could come up with an answer that would make us all happy, mate, but uh, at least you've thrown a light on it, mate, and I do appreciate your call here this morning. Yeah, I feel better. I've got it off my chest now. <laughs> mate, there's nothing better than getting something off your chest, is there? <laughs> I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to go play golf and have a good day now. Oh, there you go. See, you're doing better than me. <laughs> good on you, Gaz. See you, buddy. Cheers, See you, mate. Mark. Gary in uh, Bridgewater. One triple three five three. I got a feeling that uh, somebody's phoned me uh, who wants to go to the cricket. Uh, hello, is this is this Christy by the, by any chance? Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> Thanks so much. All right. So anyway, here I am, sort of calling out your name about uh, oh, 15, 20 minutes ago, and I thought we're not going to get anywhere here. Did somebody <laughs> jab you in the ribs, or what happened? Oh, I had plenty of calls, don't you worry. You're the only thing on the way to go to, go to work. Do you know yeah. something? Look, uh, there, there's a reason you would have been uh, contacted by people. Uh, they're the ones who want to go to Sydney with you. you yeah, I've their numbers, don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back through this. Uh, basically, what you have done, you downloaded the listener app, which is what you've got to do, L-I-S-T-N-R. You uh, could be on your way now to Sydney with some friends. Uh, those ones who rang you and told you that you need to phone us. Um, there's three of them at uh, the Vodafone Pink Test of the SCG starting January 5. Would that be fantastic or what? It would be great. Are you yeah. going with the cricket or just for the trip? Oh, no, I'll go to the cricket. Yeah, we usually go to the Hurricanes in Hobart yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it would be lots of fun. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and right across summer, we're going to be broadcasting uh, the Ashes on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. You have put yourself into the draw to win this. Uh, we uh, we uh, And there's accommodation and all the airfares, everything's taken care of. So hopefully we can put a big smile on your face very soon. Christy, okay? Yes, thank you so much. Hang on the line. We'll put you back to, uh, to uh, Bryce.
Hang in. Thank you. All right. Uh, we, and that's all you have to do in, in order to win this or at least get a chance to win it. Uh, you download the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. You go to our website, get all the details out, download the listener app, and uh, you could be on your way to the Vodafone Ashes. Sounds good to me. 727 News coming up next. Triple N. It's uh, the Jay Giles Band. Uh, Angel is a centrefold. Time-wise, 7.29. This is Triple M, 23 degrees in Hobart today. How good is that? Just beautiful. Magnificent. Uh, now, have you been to the uh, Triple M website to get your uh, game card for the Triple M virtual Christmas tree? It's running at the moment over 5000 bucks worth of prizes. And we can't hang on to them here. We've got to give them away. And nothing has happened yet. Today is going to be the day. So we'll have a crack at this after 8 o'clock. So if you haven't done this... Uh, get to the uh, Triple M website, download your uh, play card. That's going to be very, very useful. You pick two presents from the tree. Uh, they're numbered. And if those two numbers match up, bingo, mate. You've got yourself the prize. or the, well, the present. It's not a prize, it's a present. So we'll do that after uh, 8 o'clock right here at Triple Well, actually, no, it's, it's Miles here this morning. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, really do want to give a, a bit of a shout-out to a couple of local heroes. Uh, one of them is in the paper today, and I'll do this in a moment. And there's another one in Howrah. Um, and if I can get this bloke on the telephone, he do does deserve a pat on the back, and I'll hopefully get to that uh, before 8 o'clock this morning. Okay, now, just going back to this uh, front-page story in the Hobart Mercury today, Tasmanian Senator Jackie Lambie has called for Australians opposed to mandatory vaccinations to be a goddamn bloody adult... Put others before yourself and step forward to get the jab. She goes on to say that uh, One Nation could not be champions for discrimination, given their long history of discriminating against people with disabilities, people of multicultural backgrounds and so forth. So she really has let fire. And I was just uh, over here having a look at our text line this morning at 0488881073. And not everybody agrees. Embarrassed and disgusted in Jackie Lambie thought she'd stand up for a person's right not to take an experimental medication and condemn uh, segregation and medical apartheid. So whoever sent that through, uh, Jackie, I'm afraid you're not on their Christmas list. Hell of a debate, isn't it? Hell of a debate. Triple M with Miles. It's Green Day. 23 degrees, it's almost going to be summery and looking uh, outside at the moment, just absolutely special, beautiful over the city, but it always is. It doesn't matter if it's absolutely with rain uh, or snow, still looks fantastic, doesn't it? That's why we live in the place. Oh, now, uh, the uh, Triple M virtual Christmas tree. Oh, now the reason I'm bringing this up is because my mate Bryce, I've never had a producer in my life, and Bryce is out here, um, as they say, producing the show. And uh, he said, Miles, you've got to mention this. All right, I'm mentioning the Christmas tree. All right, get in my grill. Um, yeah, after, after 8 o'clock, we're going to have a crack at this. Um, if you've got the play card uh, off the Triple M website, that is really going to be useful. So you pick a couple of uh, numbers uh, as, as presents, and if they match up, bingo, bang, you've got the present. We'll do that after 8 o'clock. And by the way, I said earlier that, um, <sighs> is Bryce any good at making coffee? Well... He brought. <laughs> this is a great story, but I've got to. I've got to relate it. I've got to relate it. Oh yeah, you can come in. You can defend yourself, mate. You can defend yourself. Now, <clears throat> I just had to clear my throat. Um, now I said earlier, can you make a cappuccino? Now, what did you say to that? Hopeless. I'll go and buy Hopeless. you one. Yeah, yeah. So I've given him fifty bucks because that was the lowest I had. I said, well, I'll go down by yourself one. Get me, get me one by yourself one. Get Rachel one as well. So that would have come to about, oh, I don't know, for $12, something like that. And he walks in here, gives me the coffee, gives Rachel the coffee, gives himself the coffee, sits down and goes back to the, doing what he's doing. I said, excuse me, you out there, mate? Where's, where's my change? Oh, change? Wasn't it a tip, Mars? A tip? Well, how much would that have come to? Because you only had to go down the road to Macca's. It's only down here. I'm not going to give you a bloody tip to go. Twenty percent gratitude, Mars. What? Who are you? <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, I sort of wedged it out of him. Finally got uh, got the money out of him. Good God, I'm not going to send him to get another coffee. <laughs> go broke. Anyway, he's doing a good job out there. So when you phone on one triple three five three, get him first. Uh, now I want to say uh, g'day to Johnny Hall. Uh, Johnny uh, is the state's longest-serving firefighter. 
He's hanging up his boots after 45 years with Tasmania Fire Service. Congratulations, mate. He got into it in 1976. <laughs> oh, man. I know the feeling I got into this in 1977. He said a lot's changed. You got that right, mate. Out of 45 years fighting fires, he said there were two incidents that stood out, and that was the 2007 Meyer Fire, where he was amongst the first responding in the crew. And the other was a South Hobart freezer fire. He recalled the moment he, uh, he and his colleagues saved one of their own who got stuck in the freezer. Can you believe that? Anyway, this bloke is uh, hanging up uh, the hat today, hanging up the hose. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Anyway, he's hanging up the hose today. And, uh, mate, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people will thank you from the bottom of their hearts as to what you did. Well done. <laughs> as the days go by, it's uh, Daryl Braithwaite, Hobart's Triple M. I'll see you this morning. It's 11 away from, mate, uh, doing this whole thing thanks to, uh, well, thanks to no one. Apart from uh, myself, I suppose. <laughs> I've got a bloke on the telephone who uh, I've caught him with his pants down, so to speak. Is that would that be a fair assessment, uh, Jerry Dilger from Caltex in Hara? Um, I was busy, but I didn't actually have my pants down. <laughs> All right, mate, didn't have your pants down. Listen, one of the reasons I wanted to catch up with you, I'm looking at uh, some local heroes around the place this morning. I was talking about a firefighter a moment ago uh, by the name of uh, Johnny Hall. Uh, yes, he's, he's, I read that in the paper. Yeah, he's hanging up uh, the hose, so to speak. Yeah. And speaking of hoses, you're hanging up all the hoses uh, at Caltex. Now, this uh, this really came as a surprise to me. Tell us all about it, mate, because there's people in Howard are going to be shocked by this news. You're, you're retiring. You're getting out of it. Uh, I've been here. I've been one of the lucky ones. Uh, my dad had the uh, brought the site in 1975. I've been lucky enough to work with my dad, my mum, my brothers, uh, my wife, my two children, and now I've got my nephew working with me on Saturday. So we've tried to keep it a, a family-orientated little business sure. um, and just work on the service aspect, really. Uh, the customer is king and we'll do everything to make everybody happy. Well, well, every time I drive past, I see that sign out the front about service and it always it makes me smile because, yes, you, you always do. You come out there, you've, you've done it since day one. You've actually said, stay in your car, we'll take care of it. And a lot of that's gone out of the business these days, hasn't it? It has, but um, oh, it's, it's like everything else, Brett. Uh, the electric cars are on the way. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not prepared to go back to a horse, although I do like horsepower. But uh, electricity and me, we don't go well together. No, not so. when you run a service station, it doesn't. No. So what's your plan, mate? What are you going to do? You're just going to uh, retire, take off in that 40-foot boat of yours and go up to Queensland or what? Come on, Brett. I'm going to do whatever I've been told. Yeah, that's the best idea. Keep, keep everybody else in the family happy. That's it. How's um, how are the people in Hara feeling about this? Are a little bit uh, sort of surprised, or did they see this coming, or what? Um, whether it's the tennis club, Rotary, the Hara School, the Bell Reeve School, Corpus Christi, or any of those cricket clubs, footy clubs, everyone's been able to come to uh, Caltex Hara and. Um, Ask for donations to help with quiz nights and things like that. You have been magnificent with that, mate. It's allowed us to be part of the community without having to go to every function. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you helped us out here uh, when we were doing Give Me Five for Kids. You've helped out. doesn't matter. You stepped up every time, and uh, you're going to be very, very sorely missed, not only as uh, you know, doing this, but also as uh, someone who really takes the time out uh, to talk to people. And that's, that's a dying art in this world, mate. A dying, been a bit dying art. Been a bit privileged to live in the area that I'm in as well because uh, it's allowed me to develop with uh, technology as the cars have improved and evolved. But um, yeah, very fortunate and happy to give back. So it's all good. Well, okay, mate. Uh, Jerry Dilger, Caltex, uh, Hara, when are you going to pull the pin? When are you out of there? When are you leaving? Saturday, the 18th of December. Going to be a big party there that day, I bet. You're invited. Oh! Beautiful. <laughs> You're still talking to me then. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry. Always remember that it's a carton entry day. Oh, okay. Yep. Jeez, now you got me. <laughs> I'm going to have to go and talk to a few of my mates, pull in some favours, I think. Uh, Jerry, all the best, mate. Uh, you're very much uh, respected and loved in the area, and I really genuinely hope that uh, retirement's fantastic for you. Uh, what's happening with the station? Is it staying or going? Or what, what, What's uh, happening there? I believe the new owners uh, are going to keep the Bowsers. Yep. Um, it'll be 
I believe they have, it's called On The Run Enterprises. They have about 25 uh, stations in South Australia. Um, you'll be able to get your paper, your milk, your bread, your Krispy Kremes. Um, it, they, they will be keeping the Bowsers, but I'm not sure if it's going to be full service or not. Okay, well, we, it remains to be seen in 2022. Take care of yourself, mate. To, to you and your family, you're very much loved in the area. Take care, mate. Thanks, Miles. See you soon. All the best. Cheers. Bye. Jerry Dilger, uh, Celtics in Howard. And if you didn't realise it, yeah, pulling the pin. See you later. Thanks uh, Thanks very much for everything. And uh, what a great bloke. What a great family. That's Bon Jovi. It's in these arms. This is Triple M. We play the greatest hits right across the day. And uh, the other thing we uh, do across the day... Oh, by the way, this is Miles in for Spoonman. Uh, one of the other things we uh, do during the day is give you the Triple M randomizer. Now, uh, Phil's in after nine this morning and Vicky across the day. And uh, the randomizer is a piece of equipment that we've installed here that plays anything it likes. They don't even know what it's going to play. Anything could uh, come up. I mean, this could come up. You know, Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Yeah, I, I kind of doubt it. But anyway, I'll leave it to them. Uh, that's uh, happening after nine this morning right here. Please shut up, please. Lovely song. I think it's coming up on the part of the randomizer. Merry Christmas, mate! Do you want to have a crack at this? Now, right across the day, we do the Triple M Virtual Christmas Tree. These are presents for you for Christmas that you do not have to pay for. Oh, that is right up my alley. So you're talking over $5,000 worth of prizes. All you've got to do is pick two numbered presents out of 40. If the contents match, you score the prize inside. And we've got some absolutely magnificent prizes, thanks to our partners. Uh, now, you keep track of the presents as they get unwrapped by downloading your game card at triplem.com.au. The longer you listen to this, the better off the chances of winning. And uh, those in the know know that fully. So that's a little hint for you. Want to have a crack? Give us a call right now. I need you on the phone. Telephone number 13353. This is the first of these for today. We're going to continue right across the day. 13353, the Triple M virtual Christmas tree. Awesome, bye. G'day, Rach. How are you going? I'm not bad. How are you going? I'm great. How's the Possum Bay looking this morning? Lovely, very nice. Do you see Too many good a, to go to work. Do you see many opossums down there? At all? No. <laughs> a few possums, no. No, opossums. Do you, do you <laughs> no. see them? At, I wouldn't even know no. one if I fell across one. <laughs> What's either. this funny thing? Oh, it's an opossum. <laughs> so, so you've never seen one since you've lived all this time. You've lived at a possum bay. You've never seen one. No, I've seen some interesting things, but not one of those. Well, what's the? In- <laughs> Tell me one interesting thing you've seen, Rachel, from a possum bay. Um, let me see the dolphins in the bay. Well, that's they, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. been lovely, yep. and I've seen some very interesting species of birds. <laughs> <laughs> that remain remain nameless. Cause you yes. No, because no, I don't know what they are. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Certainly you haven't seen an opossum, so no. I think we've sorted that out. Listen, do you want to win something for Christmas? I hope so. All right, now, I want to know here with the Triple M Virtual Christmas Tree, uh, have yep. you been to the uh, Triple M website and downloaded the play card? I have. Good, okay, you're one step ahead. Now, I need to know from you two numbers you require from this tree. Now, they are um, the presents. So, mm-hmm. okay, give us, give us your two numbers. What do you want? Eight. And 21. Eight and 21. So tell me why you want eight and 21. Well, I think I might have heard yesterday um, that they're a matching pair. I hope I've written them down right. right. Okay, well, look, I don't know because I'm just like you. I'm going to have to open up the presents to find out. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay, let's give eight a go. A $200 Federation chocolate Christmas hamper. Oh, that's nice. Nice. 200 bucks to spend on chocolate. Yep. Could you handle that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Geez, you're going to get a lot of friends with this if number 21's correct. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yep. Let's see if 21 is a match. A $200 Federation chocolate Christmas hamper. What? You've won. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious me. Now, how do you so, – explain again to me – how you come up with the the answer? Like you heard somebody say something yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I heard the first one with Brian yesterday morning, twenty one, and then I heard number eight with Vicky in the afternoon. Oh, see, this is it. You've yeah. nailed it. This is exactly what you've got to do. You got to, the list, longer you listen, the better your chances of winning the prizes. 
You That's have just it. won Federation chocolate to the value of 200 bucks. That's awesome. Thank you so much. You know where I'm going for Christmas? <laughs> Down to our place. Out of your place. <laughs> no worries. That's awesome. Thank you. Bloody opossums better get out of my way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not Sharon. <laughs> hang in there. I'll hand you back to uh, Bryce. He'll take some details, okay? Lovely. All right. Thank you. See you later. There we go. First prize gone from the Triple M virtual Christmas tree. That's up to Phil. Let's see what he can do after nine and Vicky a little later on. This is Triple M. You two at Triple M with Miles here this morning. In for the Spoon Man, Triple M's Brian Carlton. Uh, she moves in mysterious ways. The bloke who moves in mysterious ways is John Hunt uh, from uh, 7 News to 7 Tasmania News. He uh, went to see the cricket yesterday. I'm talking about the uh, local cricket at Lindisfarne uh, with uh, Tassie taking on South Australia and uh, Tim Payne, uh, the glove man. And I uh, just want to get a bit of a sense of the atmosphere at uh, Lindisfarne uh, yesterday. We'll talk to Huddy in about uh, 10 minutes' time. But interesting, I was just reading a couple of other stories that have come out of this uh, as, as the dust settles over this. And Adam Gilchrist says that uh, Pat Cummins should be given first opportunity to captain the Australian men's test team in the wake of Tim's resignation. Australia is going to name a new captain in the lead-up to the Ashes series. Uh, very soon, actually. The first Ashes test commences on December 8th, so they're going to have to be very soon about this. Uh, Gilchrist, who captained Australia in six of 96 tests, said Cummins deserved the opportunity to lead Australia. But I'll tell you one bloke who's going to take himself right out of this, and that's um, George Bailey, chief selector. He says he'll uh, recuse himself from discussions over Tim Payne's selection for the Ashes, should there be any division among selectors on the topic. Uh, the bottom line is he's just too close to Tim. He's, he's a mate, so he's simply going to pull back. If the panel was not in agreement with Tim's position going forward and it was going to come down to a vote, then I would step aside and leave that decision to Tony Dottomade and Justin Langer to work through it. So that's, um, so that's uh, Georgie's uh, feel on the whole thing. What we need at the moment is a little bit of stability as we go into what is going to be a very important test match. Triple M, Black Sorrows. This is Triple M. Absolutely story of a girl. Miles here this morning for the Spoon Man. Hey, by the way, Nick Rewalt won uh, MasterChef last night. Round of applause, please. Um, a bit of a dab hand with a curry, I do believe. Uh, so there you go, he's won. Uh, John Hunt from Seven Tasmania, Nightly News, joins me in the studio. How about that? How do you feel about uh, Nick Rewald winning MasterChef? He's done well. He can, cook, <laughs> he can cook better than me, obviously. He's done incredibly well. Aren't you any good in the kitchen? I am, but didn't look as good as that because I haven't won MasterChef. Oh, look, I don't know. I, I don't know, you know, these reality TV shows. I'm glad he won. Put it that way. I'm glad he won, but... Yeah. Reality TV, John. I don't know. Anyway, I'm in your I'm in your backyard now talking television. <laughs> John, of course, um, went over to the game at Lindisfarne yesterday. Uh, Tim Payne and uh, Tassie, uh, the sec- oh, Tassie seconds, I think that second Tassies are taking on South Australia. What was the atmosphere like? It was a really good atmosphere. Um, obviously, it's a professional match. Yeah, professional players playing. Um, mm. But you could, it was a light air about it. It was quite chirpy. Um, obviously what's happened in the last couple of days and the nature of it. But it was still an important match, whether what happened on Friday happened or not, because this is Tim Payne's last chance to get ready for the Ashes. He's yep. not been playing since September. He had a neck injury. Um, yes. But he know, took this, six this, catches yesterday, so it's, it's, it's clearly isn't <laughs> affecting him. He looked, he, looked, he looked like he wasn't, um, how would I put it? He wasn't unencumbered by the injury. He looked like he was fully recovered. Yeah, the sure. catches were all different, you know. Yep. A couple of regulation ones, a couple of nice diving ones. So he was being tested. Yeah. And he looked like he came through it with flying colours. Um, oh, there had been a bit of talk even before what happened on Friday about whether he was the right wicketkeeper to go into the summer. And I think he showed yesterday that he's still in contention. Well, yeah, and, that, and that's the interesting thing. Okay, everything that's surrounding Tim at the moment is is one part of it. Okay. That's his personal life. That's uh, the part that that everybody, unfortunately, at the moment is seeing. But as a cricket player, he's still damn good at what he does. So that shouldn't take him away from being uh, in the Australian team, surely. Well, Cricket Australia said he's still available for selection as a player, so he's still in contention. But, I but mean, there'd there's... be still a lot of people saying no, don't you know, because of what's happened. Look, there are, there are. But the most important thing is Cricket Australia have said that he's 
still available for selection. So that's who he's got to prove to that he is mm. the number one wicketkeeper in the country. Cricket Tasmania suggested they're confident this schedule of matches, a second 11 game, a couple of practice matches on the Gold Coast will be en- enough to get him in contention. Mm. Mm. Um, there's a guy called Alex Carey for South Australia that will go around today in the Shield, I'm pretty sure, yep. who's played one day cricket, averaged, I think, 36 and 45 ODIs yeah, that has sure. been talked about. But I think Tim Payne yesterday come back and reminded everyone well, he's, he's one of the best glove, glove men in, in, in the world. There's no doubt about that. You can't just push him to the side because of, I know this is going to get it. Simply because of what is happening. You know, okay, let's park that because you, he is one of the best in the world. Well, yeah, Cricket Australia have parked it. They've said he is available for selection. So yeah. let that deal with, we've got to deal with that separately, I think. He will probably bat today as well. He'll bat at number five. Number five, yeah, um, absolutely. So he'll. Um, have a bat today, depending on how things go. South Australia was scheduled for 165 yesterday, so Tasmania have got a really good chance to bat on uh, today. One for 58, I think. Uh, this yeah, one right for 58 again. this yeah. morning. Yeah. Um, so he'll come in at third drop. So when the third wicket falls, yeah. he'll be in it. He'll be in around then. So this is Anzac Park too, the by the way. For those who are thinking, uh, I'd like to go and see this. Don't. It's not Blunston, as I thought yesterday. You and I were having There's this a shield conversation. Match at Blunston. Yeah. Um, Tasmania and Western Australia. Yep. But this is at Anzac Park. Really nice venue, actually. Oh, it's um, beautiful. The weather looks nice today yeah, out there, yeah. so get down. So, and as I say, he's batting at number five. Not only a great uh, glove man, but uh, he's damn fine fine with the bat. So, so go and say, listen, before you go anywhere, your accent. Your accent. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> realise you were going to come to this. No, I, I, is that, is that, are you Irish? No, Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. Okay. What's your, what's your cricket team like? Uh... Um, they played it. Scotland played at the T Twenty World Cup and got to the the Super Twelves. Yeah. So they got past the first round, which is an achievement for them from where they are. So. Did you ever play cricket? Uh, in the backyard, I did. Um, <laughs> played a bit at school, but never um, thought you'd ever make the Scottish team. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I had other dreams. Uh, cricket was not one of them. Obviously, you know, I found that out at a young age. It's chronic it's, lack of ability. It is quite amazing, John, as we wrap this up. That um, you know, w- when we talk world cricket, we you know we talk New Zealand, we talk England, we talk uh, you know India, but we never talk Ireland and Scotland. Or any, and they're they're, they're very. You know, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest with you. They're very good at what they do, but it just they're just not up to the same level, or what? Well, Ireland's got test status now, so yeah. Ireland has come a long way in the last ten years. They beat England in 2011 at the World Cup, yeah. and that be kind of we rolled just on. Don't see them play here. No, we haven't seen them yet. I, th- I don't know when Australia will play Ireland next. Mm. Um, as for Scotland, I think it's just a bit too well, wet to play cricket in that time of year. <laughs> well, we were going to see Afghanistan, but that's the, that's been kind of Unfortunately not. Absolutely. Johnny, thanks for coming in. Uh, are you heading back over to the game today to have a look? Don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see. But, see, um, see what the boss says. Yeah, see what the boss says. <laughs> John Hunt, 7 Tasmania Nightly News. Thanks for your time, mate. Thanks, mate. Pleased to be here. It is a quarter to nine, Triple M. Yeah, fine idea. 22, 23 degrees in Hobart for today. Beautiful day. Lovely bit of sunshine around the city and a day to get on your electric scooter. We've, that's one of, one of the big stories that has come up today. And getting a little reaction here on the text line. Uh, and if you want to text, you can anytime. 0488881073. Uh, there doesn't seem to be too many people who are for the idea at this stage. It's been greenlit, so you'll see. Uh, these electric scooters are getting around all over the place very soon, on footpaths everywhere. Um, <laughs> my mate Vicky, uh, who's on at uh, midday today, she's got to come from the other end of town to get down here. I must ask her whether she'd get on an electric... I, I, can, I know the answer now. She wouldn't get on a bloody electric scooter. No, and uh, another little text that's uh, come through a moment ago. Thanks, uh, Sherilyn. Uh, good morning, Miles. Maybe we could use our electric scooters to get to the top of Mount Wellington. Well, let me just say that you'd probably get to the springs. And I reckon you'd have to walk the rest of the way. It's Triple M in excess. Playing the greatest hits here right across your day, Triple M. Miles in for the Spoon Man, NXS, Kiss the Dirt, Falling Down the Mountain. Rachel uh, lives at Opossum Bay and she got through this morning when we did the uh, Triple M um, virtual Christmas tree. And surprised me a little because bingo, bang, she's taken a prize from the tree, which means that uh, we have released one present. One prize got what? No, no, stop calling it a bloody prize. It's a present. Of course, it's a present. So um, that means that uh, Phil, after nine uh, this morning, is going to have another crack at it. And then uh, Vicky, a little later on, I wonder whether we'll offload more 
from the tree. Uh, let me just give you a little tip on this. And this is what Rachel did. She, she downloaded the, um, uh, the play card from the Triple M um, website. Okay, you've got to do that. That's, that's pretty important. But I'd say one of the most important things about this competition is the longer you listen, the better the chances of winning. Now, you can rely on your mates to tell you, but what if they give you the wrong numbers? The longer you listen, it's all back after nine. Triple M is a virtual Christmas tree. As the Goo Goo slides, it's Triple M with Miles in for the Spoon Man. I, I'm afraid they're kicking me out. That's it. I've got to go. Uh, the work experience lad, uh, Phil, is uh, taking over at nine o'clock this morning. How are you going? Did you come here on your uh, e-scooter today, uh, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I'm not sure how I'd go. I heard you say earlier that uh, you'd probably be falling off, but uh, I think I might be the same. Yeah, mate, I'd be like, uh, you know, Toad from Toad Hall. <laughs> going up and down a little bit. Look at that bloke! <laughs> but, uh, but of course, you live in a part of Hobart that you've got to go up a fairly steep hill to get to, don't you? I, I do, yeah. West West Hobart, and uh, I'm, I'm not riding up Patrick Street in an e-scooter, I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Or Mellifont. Oh, forget that. <laughs> hey, mate, go up Mellifont Street. Look, and this is the interesting <laughs> thing about it, that, um, that I, I get it, I'm not against it, but is this the city for... And a bloke actually um, uh, got onto the text line, 04881081073 earlier, and said, well, in Sydney, they trialled it out, uh, particularly the, the rental versions, yeah. and people ended up throwing them in the river. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to see the Derwent full of uh, e-scooters. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. We're, I, I think there's way too many sharp hills. But you know what? They're giving, a, giving it a bit Give of it a crack. A yeah. Give yeah. anything a try. And next is electric cars. Yeah. That are, uh, which is, I'm jury's out with me. I'm are old, you? Yeah, I'm a bit old school. Really? I, I want a combustion engine. Thanks. Oh, you just want to hear the roar of the engine. Oh, I want something with dual mufflers at the back and stuff like that. It'd be funny driving something you don't even know if it's turned on, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, it's the northern suburbs boy in me coming out. It is. It is. Give it us is. a 8 mate. You'll be driving around cheaper in electric cars. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think you'll ever see anybody going down a longer road <laughs> in an electric car. <laughs> Not while I'm alive, anyway. Uh, hey, well done to Rachel at Opossum Bay. You gave, oh, gave yeah. away the chockies this morning. Absolutely, mate. So now it's up to you. What are you going to do? Um, are you ready to rock and roll? You got uh, the board ready? I think I'm ready. I've got the board ready, and hopefully people have already filled out their game cards. I don't know if we exposed more numbers yesterday, but we certainly will this morning. Longer you listen, the better your chances. For sure. All coming up soon with a virtual Christmas tree. I'm going to get out of here. Have a good lie down. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. This is Triple M.